Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Episode 4, Return to Rochester. I left Rochester as a pillar of the community. You know what you do, you start up shit. But now, I was about to return as a pariah. How do you extract the teenager from their cozy bubble? How do you properly adopt two sisters who talk to the dead? So tell me, is it buzzing with people? The older one was easy. Is it as exciting as they say? Maggie Fox likes the boys. Perfect. There's plenty of those in the city. But Katie... Energy is hostile. She had no interest in leaving the nest. And now... If I knew the kind of havoc I was about to wreak on Rochester... I would never have left the house. July the 18th, 1848. Rochester, an ethno-cultural boomtown, has doubled its population in under 10 years. Flush with mills, the new waterway and the underground railroad, it's become the world's leading destination for incoming slaves, refugees and free thinkers. But no two imports have become quite as polarizing and dangerous as my little sister's. Once I birthed them through the Erie Canal, they've quickly become the most volatile and valuable commodities the city has ever seen. But what can I say? I let the foxes into the hen house, and I'll probably die on the sword for it. This is The Foxes of Hydesville, starring Carrie Mulligan, McKenna Grace, Christina Lucado, and Phoebe Tonkin. Last call to Rochester. Tickets, please. Yes, l- let me just get them. Wait, hold on a minute. I recognize you. There was two of you before. Yes, um, well, the party has obviously doubled in size, so if if you could just let us pay a little extra, we'd be very grateful. Hey, hey, hey. them two young girls here look familiar. From the Spook House. Spook House? Uh, spook uh, what? Can you repeat I've that? never heard of such spook a crazy house. town. No, they're just, um, my, uh... Granddaughters. Sisters. Miscreants. We're just a couple of poor, poor girls. Looking for a rich, rich man. <laughs> Sir, I assure you, they'll be on their best behavior. I don't know. Double the passengers, double the trouble. Triple the cost. That's outrageous! This is an outrage! Well, if that's how you feel, you always have the option to swim across the channel, if you'd like. Just pay the man, Adelaide, so we can dry up the bar. Anyone care for a drink? Yes, many. Ah, uh, two dry gins will do it. Is everything all right, ma'am? Yes! Uh, just having a bit of a gag. Of course, there's an element of truth in every gag, isn't there? Hi, I'll take a slow gin with a slice of lemon, please. There'll be no spirits for a 16-year-old, liquid or otherwise. Understood. What are you smirking about? It just dawned on me. You think that because we left Highsville that the spirits will no longer be with us? Yes, I'm confident that nonsense will end. (laughs) Oh, you poor woman. This is only the beginning. While I'm sure you've got a few bags of tricks in that devious little mind, you'll find it a bit tougher to outwit a city fox. Mm. Bit of a different league. Is that so? Yes, it most certainly is. Well then, let the games begin. And begin they will. I'm curious. 
How did the two of you, well, you know, hatch it? Pardon? The ruse. How did you come up with it? What was the inception? I'm not understanding. She feels emboldened, mocking us. All hail the consummate prig, <laughs> says the popinjay. So, Leah, let me get this straight. You heard the spirit, witnessed his haunts, and still nothing? I heard a couple of knocks and some heaving into a bucket. Well, it doesn't much matter to us whether you believe it or not. It should, as you're under my safekeeping now, and I can assure you this bullshit detector has a bit more panache than your garden-variety hayseed. Is everyone from Rochester as lofty as the lady? I'll make a lady of you yet. Okay, clearly we have a new family dynamic developing here, and perhaps we should start with some icebreakers, as opposed to ice picks, as they say. As who says? Is that supposed to be an expression? Well, some people say it. No one says that. Some people say it. No one says that. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to Rochester. Getting out of that cooped-up house. No adventure. Mm, I counter there was a bit too much adventure at your house. In my home, the walls don't talk. In fact, it's a place of business, so you'd better be on your best behavior when the boat docks. Wait, hold on. A business? I didn't know a woman could own a business. A woman can run a business in Rochester. Just so long as she isn't considered the manager. Can't have unmarried women managing things now, can we? Rochester is a bit more advanced than the rest of the country. In any case, half my clientele has been siphoned on account of your antics. Our antics? Do tell. Word of your escapades has reached Mr. Isaac and Amy Post. Two very influential members of our community. At a 30-mile trog, they were willing to look the other way. But when they learned we were returning back with you... They purged my coffers. Translation, she's out of business. But how did they learn that? I didn't even know we were moving until yesterday. Well, they're very powerful people, Maggie. With informants in every city and town in western New York. Their reach is unparalleled. Informants? Sounds like a spy network. It is. Are they actual spies? No. Well, fuck, they might be, I guess. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? But they have certain businesses that are under the table. Really? Under the table? Like what? Like I wouldn't fucking tell you, that's for sure. I love secrets. Yeah, I bet. I bet you know a lot of secrets. Secret informants. Sounds awesome. Hmm. Come to think of it, Adelaide is one of their informants, if I recall. Oh, yes. I was. But that sort of went away recently. How recently? Um, this morning. That was a paid position, I believe. Yes, did have some perks. Well, I guess that ship has fucking sailed for both of us. I'm sorry, wait, hold on. You were paid to gossip? Yes. It's crazy, isn't it? You know, I have a theory between you and I that in the future, many women will get paid to gossip. Really? Like a full-time job? Mm Mm-hmm. A whole profession. I love it. It sounds... No. Anyway, as we were saying, the post ship has sailed, Adelaide. Yes, it sailed off. The well has dried up. But there is always hope. Oh, okay. Because we need them, and it's not an option to move on without the sugar daddies and the mummies. You've got to be kidding me. And Miss Fox knows this. Oh, Jesus, don't make me do it. Which is why she's going to do the honourable thing. Yes, the honourable thing. Which is what, exactly? The second we reach shore, I will honourably scurry down to Amy and Isaac Post's lavish manor like a pathetic pauper and eat some serious fucking crow.
Place your luggage over there. This is your room. Sharing. I didn't plan to have eternal guests. Cozy. No complaints. So we don't get a bed. What if the walls start talking? It won't matter to me. I won't be here. Where are you going? I'm heading over to the posts. I'm going to get on my knees, plead for mercy, and give the performance of my life. So if I fail, we'll both have a lot more to complain about than a tight bedchamber. I have a headache. Too bad. There's no laudanum here or any other types of opiates. No, I don't think you understand. This is serious, Leah. She'll need certain drugs after her supply runs out. Ah, oh, yes, that reminds me. There is actually one druggist I can think of in Rochester who has unlimited access to the kinds of medication that Katie might need. The kind of man who wouldn't need a prescription handed to him. And who is that? His name is Isaac Post. Isaac Post, mm. as in... Yes, the very one I'm about to grovel to. So you both better cross your fingers that I get through to him, or we'll all be fucked up the creek. Understood? Yes, sir. Good. Then that should solve any wall-talking shenanigans this evening, I presume. 36 Sophia Street, driver. Yes, ma'am. No two people in Rochester were quite as intimidating as Amy and Isaac Post. Their home was even more forbidding. Three stories high with 12 rooms that were visible and numerous secret passageways and cubbies to hide slaves and refugees from the Underground Railroad. Up until this moment, we had been close friends. I never thought I'd be on the hot seat against them. It was the hottest seat of my life. Hey, listeners. As you listen to the show, we can't forget that spring is in full bloom out there, which means flavor is in full bloom at HelloFresh. This season, you can enjoy the taste of spring with chef-crafted recipes featuring ripe seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. When I think about spring, I think about my family gathering in my backyard and eating in the sunshine. Sometimes dinners like that, though, keep in a lot of money for a meal. But this spring, instead of breaking the bank on expensive meals, you can get HelloFresh. Their quick and easy meals make feeding the family truly quick and easy. And HelloFresh now has fast and fresh options, ready in just 15 minutes or less. So no more stressing over meal prep or spending hours in the kitchen. HelloFresh has got your back. As an avid HelloFresh user, I can say with full confidence that at HelloFresh, quality matters. That's why their seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days. So you know it's fresh every time. Don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your spring dining experience. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Foxes16 and use Foxes16 for 16 free meals, plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Foxes16 and use code Foxes16. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance because you'll feel protected no matter how the wind blows. All so you can keep enjoying the home of your dreams. And our expert agents can help you save up to 23% when you bundle home with auto. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The world is pretty strange, isn't it? Yeah, a lot stranger than you might think. 
Are we talking cryptids, ghosts, UFOs, that sort of thing? Oh, hell yeah. Only every week on Bigfoot Collectors Club. Hi, I'm Michael McMillan. I'm Bryce Johnson. And I'm Riley Bray. Each week on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast, we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. Sasquatch. Check. Aliens. Obviously. Dogman. I mean, let's not get carried away. Sometimes we chat with actors and comedians about weird stuff they've experienced, like How Did This Get Made's Paul Shear. Other times we talk to experts about the realm of the unknown, like Monster Quest producer Doug Hycheck. We also do deep dives into topics like Roswell, Men in Black, even the Abominable Snowman. So check out new episodes of Bigfoot Collectors Club every Wednesday on Wood Elf Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Your reality may depend on it. August is here and summer is winding down, but we are here to help you plan your perfect end of summer break. On the Strong Sense of Place podcast, we explore different destinations and discuss what makes them special. We talk about the landscape, the culture, the local food. And then we recommend five books we love that took us there on the page. Whether you're looking for a beach vacation, a city break, or solid company for a road trip, we have something for you. Binge more than 50 episodes of Strong Sense of Place wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, Miss Leah. They're waiting for you in the study. Thank you, Jacob. Um, also, my parents have requested, since this is a business discussion, that you refer to them by their surnames. Uh, right. Of course. Mr. and Mrs. Post, my dearest friends, thank you for giving me an audience this evening. I recognize your schedule is always a tight one. Um, anyway, there seems to be a bit of confusion about um, recent events, and I just felt it best to clarify the situation face to face. Okay. Please do. These girls are. Well, they're family. And whatever their flaws, I believe wholeheartedly that they deserve a second chance in a city that was founded upon giving second chances to outcasts. I believe that that these are good children. I truly believe that. They just haven't... They, uh, they weren't getting the familial infrastructure needed in Hydesville. Their world was limited and their lives were in danger, you see. They need a safe home surrounded by a proper community that will support them and better understand them. They simply didn't have the parental guidance that was needed... I have to provide that for them. Define support. Well, I can't right their wrongs without my income, without the capital and the resources needed, without your help. Leah, our concern is that your sisters, and perhaps you by association, are suffering under some psychological delusions. While I don't condone their antics, the fact is they do suffer from headaches and perhaps some trauma, head trauma. Now, I know that's not an excuse, but if they were provided with the proper medical attention... Uh, Have you come here to ask for clemency or narcotics? Isaac, please, I beg you. Mr. Post. Okay, Mr. Post, you are my neighbor and you are my friend. And I beg of you, both of you. 
to reconsider your decision to strip me of my livelihood. We're not stripping you of anything. Each of the congregational friends is their own person, free to do what they want. We can't just wave a magic wand and tell them what to do. Oh, we most certainly can. We empathize that the friends make up much of your business. It's not just even them I'm referring to, or even the progressives. It's the other contingent. Now, some of them, as you know, enter through the side door. Tread lightly. The anti-slavery society. We'll not discuss that. Many of whom have never had the opportunity to touch a piano in the South, never mind play one. This topic is off limits. Well, maybe for you. But for me, it embodies the most vital moments of my life, my proudest work. The journey of a slave to Canada is a sacred one, and for ten years, not a single one of them, not a single one, hasn't come through my house on their way to the promised land. We're well aware of your work with the bondsmen. But what you are not aware of is the look on their faces when the keys come to life, the smile that develops when they hear music, and that feeling of being in the north, that feeling of being free... Free to walk down the street, free to play a hymn that their mother taught them before she was separated from them as children. And that, that is a unique brand of freedom that only I can provide for them. It gives me my agency, my my feeling of purpose. It gives me just a a tiny shred of dignity and togetherness in this godforsaken world. Enough! I've heard enough. We just can't be associated with you in the current climate, Leah. I'm sorry. I really am. Amy, please. I implore you. I have two more mouths to feed. I can't pay the rent. My reputation is in tatters. I'm begging you. Send them back to Hydesville, Leah. And the business will return. You fight for legions of unheard voices, but you turn your back on me. We fight for human rights, Leah. There's nothing human about what you and your sisters are doing. You must expel them and repudiate them, or our hands are tied. My life was over. The long walk home shunned and destitute. I became dizzy. All that I'd built, gone. All my pupils, my friends, my allies vanished. Leah the leper. An eviction notice on my door. I collapsed onto the pavement. Ah! Ah! God, for fuck's sake. What else do you want? I had an open gash on my brow, infected with dirt and soot. Just tell me, I'll do whatever. I remember seeing the blood from my skin permeate the walk flowing into the fissures, glistening in the new day's sun. Just tell me. I'll do whatever. Oh, Oh, just tell me. Blast it. Give me an answer. Just give me an answer, please. (laughs) Man, got a handkerchief here. I'm just gonna... um... Hey, fellas, can you help me lift the lady up here? Got an awful lot of blood. Yes, sir. Sure, I'll take this side. Eyes are rolling back in her head here, fellas. Take my shirt here. Stop the blood. Miss Fox, look at me. Look into my eyes. Can you hear me? Miss Leah Fox. (sighs) Are you with us? (sighs) Yes. Fellas, I think we got her. She's coming too. It's all right. We're going to be all right now. This stranger had the kindest eyes, 
and I looked around at the growing crowd surrounding me, and it dawned on me that there was a new type of congregation just outside my doorstep. In fact, there was a whole line of them down the block, an entire conclave of broken-hearted souls wandering in the streets, lost. Thank you, but I'm... Well, there's just all these people here. Is there something you want? Um, my wife and I here lost our son two days ago, and, well, um, we, we was just wondering if, if maybe you could help us, um, talk to him? Oh, I, I think maybe there's a misunderstanding. Please, please, we'll pay you. No, I can't take your money. Miss Fox? Died in his sleep, you see? Three years old, you know. We just wanted to say goodbye to him, is all. We've got 24 cents here. Here's a nickel. Uh, I, I, I 29, don't. 29, 29 cents. 39 cents. Uh, uh, please, Miss Fox. No, I, just, I'm sorry, I just can't. Please. Just a couple of minutes is all we ask. Just to tell him we love him, and to say goodbye. I'm, I'm truly sorry. I, I, I just can't. And just at that moment, Maggie's hand appeared out of nowhere. And she gently placed it on the wife's shoulder. Yes? Here. Hold my hand. Out of nowhere, the sisters arrived, pressing their foreheads together with the couple, holding hands in a spiritual healing. Tommy loved that tricycle, didn't he? They were caring, compassionate, and deadly accurate. He says his favorite book was the one about the ocean, even though he couldn't read it. They knew their names, their secrets, their deepest desires. They knew everything. And suddenly, what was once dozens of people became scores of people. And Katie turned to me, in the thick of it, and in the most genuine caring way, she asked. Should we bring them inside? I sat there for hours and watched them in awe, easing people's pain. And when everyone was gone, I baked my dear sister's apple pies and gave them cider. <laughs> I watched Katie and Maggie holding each other, wolfing down their food and gabbing on about boys and Rochester and other menial things. Not 20 minutes after they were just chatting with the dead. I rolled a couple quarters in my palm and realized our take for the day had twice dwarfed the money I would have made teaching music. And then I started to wonder if a poor family were content to sacrifice a day's wages for the chance to commune with their loved ones, what might the wealthy of Rochester be willing to pay? The Foxes of Hydesville stars Carrie Mulligan as Leah Fox Phoebe Tonkin as Adelaide Granger McKenna Grace as Katie Fox Christina Brucato as Maggie Fox with additional roles by the criminal content players including Ryan Willard Joe Perino Dwayne Hill Jim Conroy James O'Connor Mara Casson 
Directed by Sean Christensen. Written by Sean Christensen and Caroline McGraw. Executive produced by Carrie Mulligan, Sean Christensen, and Gabriel Mason. Co-executive produced by Mara Casson and Christina Brucato. Produced by Brendan Hubbard and Adam Volerich. Associate produced by Nick Masidi. Sound designed by Brandon Jones. Composed by Darren Morsey. Editing, mixing, mastering, and additional music by Nick Massetti. Additional editing by Sean Christensen and Adam Volerich. Marketing lead, Ellie Kotapish. Production assistance by Mylissa Fitzsimmons. Artwork by Lon Chan. Credits read by Natalie Press. Special thanks to Dave Williams, The Invisible Studios, and Fancy Film. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.